0: friends and welcome to your very first Ipswich Town Kings of Anglia podcast of 2023. It's good to be back with you. I am Mark Heath with me, the two best kings, Andy Warren and Roscoe, the prospect, Ross Halls today. Friends, first of all, I have to start this first show 2023 with an apology for not doing a show last week over the the Twixmas period. We had originally intended to do one, of course, being as games come thick and fast. But unfortunately, Christmas, time off, games, it just meant there were never enough of us together to get to be able to record a show um so that's our bad but hopefully friends you didn't miss us too much there was a christmas special to get stuck into there was a tractor girls talk as well and now friends we're going to review we're going to look back on christmas we're also going to look forward to january the worst month of the year both from a, an actual point of view and a football transfer window point of view i bloody hate the january transfer window um but before we get into all of that let's introduce the boys andy warren january christmas how the bloody hell
1: are you january christmas um yeah i'm all right solid solid
0: and unspectacular january's Plodding. shy though isn't it january's shit. <laughs> it's not that bad it's, I, de- it's I, dreadful it's cold no one's got any money it's miserable christmas is over you can't i've got, eat got loads of money <laughs> you can't eat sausage rolls for breakfast you can't crack open a sherry at 11 a.m it's just not not acceptable anymore um uh, which i miss yeah and the transfer window january i also hate Cheer up mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be all right, don't worry. We'll get through it okay. together. Nice, I like that. I needed that. Rossi, how do you feel about January?
2: Happy New Year first of all. Happy New Year <laughs> to all the listeners and you, you, you boys. Um yeah, like the weather's rubbish anyway, so it, it continues in January, but uh it's the start of like a new year, new me, but that finishes oh, well, I already stopped, you know, I already already buggered that up in 3 days. So there you oh, go. Dear.
0: I'm going to ask this question. I already know the answer. Um, New Year's resolutions, Andy, do you make any? (laughs) No, I don't. Of course, you don't. Roscoe, do you make any?
2: No, but somewhat in terms of like, in my head, I'm like, I want to do this, but it's probably not going to happen. Like driving test, obviously, everyone, that's on everyone's list this year, just on their personal one. It's not on mine, mate. No, well, I'm sure in your head,
0: though, you're like, come on, Ross, you can do it. Can we have can we have it though, Ross? So I mean it's too easy. It's two things to tick off. Get that theory test done. Boom. Yeah, that. Pass the pass the driving test. Surely you've got 12 months to do that. Town get promoted as well. What a wonderful year for us all. Oh what a wonderful year.
2: Yeah, hopefully <laughs> that will be the case. Oh, someone's coming in my door.
0: <laughs> oh. Someone's breaking in. Is this someone They're to deliver gone. a tea? What's going on?
2: No, that, that that was that was my girlfriend. I think she didn't realise I was doing a call. her. Um... Tell-
0: Make sure she knows what you're doing, Ross. Let's get yeah, out. Right. Anyway, friends, I digress. Happy New Year. Hope you had a great Christmas. Let's kick on, shall we, with football. Let's first look back before we look forward. We have to start, of course, with the most recent game. Yesterday, Ipswich Town travelled to the mighty imps of Lincoln, a side unbeaten in the legal season, despite their lowly position. And they returned Andy with a draw, which on the face of it, given they played 10 men for most of the game, half of the game, um, isn't the best result. What was it like being there? What do you make of it? Kick us off.
1: Yeah, just disappointing, isn't it? It's a, it's a, a
0: missed opportunity.
1: Um, an hour of football, if you add in both both sets of stoppage time at the end of the first half and then nine minutes at the end of the second, an hour of football uh, against 10 men. Um, Ipswich, the dominant team, couldn't make it count and uh, actually had to rescue a point in the end. So a disappointing
0: start to the year and an opportunity an opportunity missed. Let's start with the elephant in the room, shall we? Well, Hutchie has a bit of a cough. Um, <laughs> Town were on top, and then Lincoln took the lead through a penalty because of, and I quote, inappropriate marking. Now, I've watched the incident huh. several times. People just fall over in the box. It happens in every single game. Um, what, did you, what did you make of it? it? It's almost impossible to say whether it was a penalty or not, because you can't say who the penalty was awarded against, or indeed what the offence was. Yeah, that inappropriate marking. That that doesn't, (laughs) it doesn't remind me. You know, know, that old picture, that picture of um, back in the day, Vinnie Jones with Gaza, where he's got his, he's got his nuts in his hand. That's inappropriate marking for me. Mm. Um, I'm not sure that's what happened here.
1: Well, maybe maybe it is. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we need to hear hear from referees after games. Um, Yeah, inappropriate marking. And I think any, Really, realistically, like any corner that you're talking about, um, you're talking about a penalty being given away is going to be a a controversial one because Kieran McKenna's right. He said at the end of the game, you see that in every penalty area for every corner that's put into a box, every free kick that's put into a box, there is some kind of pushing, shoving, Mm. jostling, um, Vinnie Jonesery on with his hands. Um, it happens at every single corner. Um, so I think you're always going to feel aggrieved when you have a penalty given against you for that. Um, And Ipswich were in this one. It's hard to say. I'm going to cough again.
0: So uh, bear with me. He's very polite, isn't he? So polite. Now he's having a drink. Bear with us, listeners. (laughs) Hutchie's going to finish this. Oh, has he got it? There we go. That shifted it. There we go. Have you ever tried have you ever thought of going into commentary mark you've never mentioned the desire
1: <laughs> to desire to commentate on anything you did a good job there um sorry about that um so yeah inappropriate marking doesn't sound like a football term um and i can see why you would come away from that feeling incredibly aggrieved hmm. um for giving away especially on a when you factor in maybe you're feeling that there's, the referee's trying to even something up follow, following a first-half red card. Um, you're feeling aggrieved about penalty records anyway, which we know Kieran McKenna is. Um, and also, you're feeling aggrieved because actually that was the only way that Lincoln were going to score a goal in, in this game, really, because it, one, one shot on target, I think, they had in the game. They've scored one goal, and it's ultimately made a game, I'm sure, Ipswich would have won had that not been had that penalty not um had that penalty not gone in. But as a caveat to that, there were plenty of warning signs in this game. The referee was very hot on on corners and, and free kicks, um in both boxes, in both halves, there were warnings. Um so maybe it was just pushed that one that one too far and it was Ipswich that were that were pinged for it. All that being
0: said though, I can completely understand why you'd come away feeling horribly aggrieved by it. mm Rossi, we'll, we'll give Hutchie a little bit of time off the mic so he can have a good old cough. Um, you were pitch side. Did you have any particular view of the penalty? I suppose you were, you were down the other end, were you? Or... Yeah, I was on the side the other end, but uh, like you see that all the time, don't you? In boxes, you
2: know. Sometimes referee does stop the corner because there's you know a lot of tussling. You know, we had that as well when we we mm. could have had maybe a penalty at some stage when you know our players were getting brought down and there's uh, you know pitch loads of pitches out there, like you know. Wes Burns going for a header and then I think, I don't know which defender was on the floor. It's like, you know, those sort of things. You can get a penalty at any point. But, um, yeah, from where I was sitting, I, I couldn't really sit. And when I heard there was a penalty, I was like, okay, this is okay. And, <laughs> I've, I've of course, I watched it back and I am like, yeah. Hmm. But I think the ref weren't too bad in terms of other decisions during the game. You know, that was definitely a red car for Jackson. Of course, we'll get on to that, I'm sure. Um and then, you know, booking the goalie for time wasting, which was good to see. Um Lincoln. Bloody Lincoln. i just ever since the FA Cup. Just oh, bloody Lincoln.
0: They're a tough nut to crack. Um yeah. shall we discuss that other that other major incident in the game then, Hutchie, before we get on to the, the goals and stuff? As you described it, and friends, if you've not watched Stewie and Hutchie's little review, um, go back and watch it because this time I think you were kicked out early, weren't you? um or earlier than you expected, which meant you couldn't do your reaction bit at the ground. So you actually ended up filming it at Peterborough Services, which is definitely worth a view. And you broke into a part of the services that was actually closed so you could film kind of in relative quiet. Um but you described it as Jackson on Jackson crime, which I thought was wonderful stuff, Hutchie. The red card.
1: I'm glad you like do you do you want the full story of how our how of we course, absolutely, how, yeah. how we ended up in Peterborough mm. services. So we were kicked out of the ground earlier than we might have been. So we couldn't do it there. Got outside. It was dark. Completely dark. Couldn't film it there. Intended to film it in the car. Um, but we were intercept On our way back to the car, we were intercepted by a steward who actually led us through the grounds of a police station uh, to take a shortcut back to the car park so that he could lock it. We were meant to walk like, all well, you have to go all the way out and round by a mm. track by the side of the river um we were led through the police station then we'd intended to film it in the car couldn't do that because we otherwise we'd be locked in a primary school which is not where i wanted to be overnight with Stuart watson reminds would remind me of that sopranos episode where they're out in the forest and they're just eating ketchup
0: that's the Um, great digression that is the single greatest tv episode of all time pine barrens oh yeah absolutely unbelievable tv And that is the single best thing that's ever been committed to film in a a dramatic TV series there's ever been. Anyway, Hutchie, sorry. Uh, Yeah, uh, they eat ketchup
1: in that. We would have been eating um, (laughs) my daughter's uh, half drunk fruit shoot. We'd have been able to share that and a box of pepper and a box of um, a pepper pig branded box of raisins Um, because we we drove my car to Lincoln because we got to work on that. uh, i got to work at nine o'clock in the morning and the the pool car battery was flat so no honda jazz um and then we ended up driving to peterborough services this is a ridiculously long story to discuss how (laughs) we ended how we ended up filming a video in the in the upstairs mezzanine level of uh of peterborough services in front of a christmas tree um but yeah what was your original question sorry we've um i've i love the way that you
0: just I've i mean them, these right. these faces and I'm, I'm pointing at my face but what you should be doing is pointing at your face and, and stewie's access all areas with those faces isn't it so you just go where you want let close now nah, we're going to go in and record this but this is a very long way of getting to the red card incident hutchie jackson oh, on of jackson course crime. obviously
2: <laughs> the obvious route yeah
0: yeah
1: jackson on jackson crime. <laughs> yeah um Ipswich's tactic for much of this game, when they play Caden Jackson up front, what they want to do is play him in behind. Of course, they do. That's 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 his his strength. That those are his attributes. Sam Morsi in particular, and Marcus Harness as well. To be fair, every time they got the ball, trying to pop it through to him, Morsi on this occasion, a little pop through that takes a flick a deflection on the way through, and that puts it really in Jackson's favour because it puts mm. it the other side of the defender and means the defender's the wrong side. Caden's quicker, obviously. Um, gets the ball and he's dragged down. Um, was he the last man? You could argue not. Um, there's a covering. There's a covering defender there, which is, I think, why Mark Kennedy and Lincoln will be disappointed. Are they are disappointed mm. with that? But it's not. It's not all about a last man. It's it's about whether it's denied a clear goal scoring opportunity. And for me, it did. There was a uh, there was a chance for Caden Jackson to have a clean, clear shot on the on the Lincoln goal. Um, from the from the edge of the penalty area or a couple of feet inside, if he'd managed to take a, a good touch, so um, yeah, for me, for me, I'm okay with that. I think that was the right the right decision, but it, it gave Ipswich such a platform to go on and and win this game from um, because what Ipswich are so good at doing against eleven men. And what and what kind of Kieran McKenna's systems and schemes have been so proficient at doing over the last year is is making it look like Ipswich have the extra man in certain mm. situations and that's against eleven men they actually did have the extra man in this and and the real disappointment for me is that for much of the hour that came after um it it didn't feel like that it didn't feel like town were playing against ten men we know we know the dy- dynamic changes in football when when teams are down to ten men um it makes them pack in even more than they originally were. It changes what, what Lincoln are doing um, and the work rate. We know the work rate goes up from the remaining the remaining nine outfield players. But even with all of that, I, I would have hoped that a really good football team, because Kieran McKenna's Ipswich team are a really, really good team. And I'd have hoped that they would have exploited that more than they were they were able to, sadly. Hmm.
0: What, did, what did you make of it watching on, Rossi? Is that, would you agree with that? I think in terms of town not being able to create like they normally would?
2: Yeah, of course, you know, we know Lincoln's game plan. We know that when we played out at Porton Road and they were going to add to that we when they had the, the 10 men. But as Sachi said, it, it didn't look like 11 v 10 out there, you know. And I just, yeah, I wasn't... Like the second half was dreadful. It was a dreadful second half. And uh, yeah, I did think we, we should have done better with that the extra bot man. But we just couldn't, you know, we... To go behind, you know, because we know the penalty, Um, I thought, okay, this is going to be, to get an equaliser would be, you know, I just couldn't believe we actually got the equaliser in the end. But yeah, just with the the quality players we have, you just think we should be, you know, beating these teams. But we know Lincoln's game plan. Um, But yeah, it was a bit disappointing not to go in front and then win the game from there. But that, that wasn't the case.
0: But they showed again, and obviously, as at Portsmouth, when they were were twice behind, they showed again the resilience and kind of mental strength that has been lacking. Let's be honest, in Eastwich it's, it's Town teams of of recent times. They they came back and they got the equaliser, Hutchie, through two subs. I think Connor Chapman yeah. on the bench because of illness. Is that correct? And uh, Obviously, yeah. um, Humphrey's now a backup, really, with the return of, of Lee Evans. And it, was, it was a beautiful bit of play.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and and you're right, I think you do need you do need to make sure there's some some credit goes for the way they did find the equaliser because mm. it was an off it was an off day for Ipswich, they didn't do what they needed to do. Um, but they've got quality and they can they can produce and it was a really really nice ball in from Chaplin who I thought was really good when he came on. Um um and a and a good and a good finish from, from Humphreys there to at least come away with a point because to, mm. to come away having lost two games to to Lincoln in a season where they they kind of outshot Lincoln by 12 times I think if you look over the piece of the two two games they had 12 times the amount of shots and lost it 2-1 on aggregate if you add the two games together um to have come out with two defeats would have been would have been dreadful really given the given the dominance and and what they'd what they'd produced in those games so they did at least come up with the equalizer and um kind of have
0: to go away and lick lick their wounds lick their wounds now also on the positive tips, set pieces—they continue to be a threat from those, don't they? It was that that nice, well worked, especially corners seems to be well worked corner. I think it was Morsey that took the corner, wasn't it? And then the Evans met it wide open, as they say in American football, but just shot wide. Yeah, we as we saw Sam
1: Morsey kind of trudging over towards the corner. I said to you, have we ever seen? Have we ever seen Sam Morsey take a corner before? It's like hmm. no, um, and I think we instantly knew that something something was coming, we then started to look, where, where's Lee Evans? Why isn't he taking this? And he's all of a sudden in a good four or five feet of uh, of open space on the, uh, if not more, five metres probably actually on the edge of the box. Um, yeah, so close. Another one as well that ultimately leads to Luke Wolfenden thumping the ball off the underside of the bar with a ridiculous amount of power that was a couple of inches away from, um, from doing the
0: business. So, uh, yeah do we know in terms of conversation around this game the, the changes that McKenna made we know leaf davis is ill we know yeah. there's been been sickness sweeping through the camp chaplin's also not fit to start danasian came off ill Dapper was Ladapo ill as well was that the reason that he was on the bench you think or no
1: I, well i don't i don't know for sure i think everybody's been ill basically yeah. so there's that's that's a factor in everything here and, and, and an important point to make about this game is that it, it comes with the backdrop of a a week of illness that Kieran McKenna talks about having never really experienced before, in terms of the mm. amount of players and the amount of illness that there was. He said that if he'd fielded fit players, he'd have only had a three-three man team um, in terms of illness. So that is an important point to make about the game. Um, Freddie Ladapo, I don't think was wasn't highlighted after the game as being an especially ill mm. member of the squad, but we've 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 been used to that striker changing on a regular basis anyway. That run that Lado's had in the starting eleven of late is is the longest that I think it was only three successive starts um possibly four you have to I have to check that I'm not going to do that now but it was a a run of starts that he's he'd not had before um Mm. going into this one that striker changes very regularly so that I I, that could well have been part of the game plan anyway
0: Mm. just by way of rounding off this chat then Rossi um your boy Greg Lee Came in at left back for Leaf Davis. There were a couple of other changes. Obviously Jackson, we talked about. What did you make of the performance of, of players? Did anyone stand out for you as either good or bad in this game? I think
2: most players were pretty average, to be honest. Um, I think I've, I haven't read Andy's match ratings. Sorry, Andy. I'm sorry. I'll make sure to read them later. Um, but I'm sure you're probably giving most of them sixes, maybe sevens, maybe maybe possibly fives, maybe.
0: I think off the top well, of my what, head,
2: what what, what do you <laughs> give them? If you've not read them, why
1: don't why don't why don't you chuck some around? Um, there's no no mon- no monopoly here on the
2: on ratings for me. Let's just give them all sixes, yeah. Let's let's just yeah, because they're all average, were not they? No one really stood out for me, to be honest. Um, I think, so I think all I was, sixes.
0: I think I was pretty close to what you actually did, wasn't it? Actually, off the top of my head, I remember you gave Chaplin and Humphrey sevens. Clearly, they were off the bench, but I think most everyone else got a six, didn't they?
1: Uh, there were quite a few fives. Um, oh, there. Peek behind the curtain, you get the first run of the ratings, Mark, because we need them for the deadline. The ones that go online, sometimes a little bit different. Are they? So you you you, you get to see a draft of those ratings that actually nobody else, um, unless you buy the newspaper, uh, gets, gets to gets <laughs> No, to, one, get, no gets one does that anymore,
2: sadly. <laughs> well,
1: you, yeah, you, you, you get sometimes, sometimes you get a slightly different set. Not always, but um, yeah, a few uh, a few fives, some sixes, and yeah, I, I thought Chaplin and Humphreys off. I thought S- S- Luco had a good game as well. Actually, mm. um,
0: he was a he was a seven, but yeah, not much else. Okay, um, without going too much further into the game, I was interested with Kieran McKenna's reaction after the game. We know that McKenna is a, a calm, much like yourself, actually a calm individual, doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. But in terms of his comments after the game. Watching the video that the town put out, anyway, I'm, I don't know if it was any different with you boys, but the exasperation, the frustration, the the comment that it's going to be so hard to get out of this league, it's so hard to be Ipswich Town in this league, mm. um, I thought <laughs> thought were really interesting.
1: Yeah, it was it was interesting. I've seen that. I've seen that the town video. I've not watched all of it, um, but mm. I gather it's similar to what he said to to us, which is a, a couple of minutes later. Um, I've seen it kind of clipped up and used in right kind of short form by mm. fans from other clubs and uh and things over the last few days um if you take some of the lines in there out of context it's uh, it, it it doesn't always sound great but if you always with be Kenny you need to listen to the full rounded kind of discussion about it and if you do that um he's talking he's talking about how difficult it's going to be and how big a challenge it is to get an Ipswich town team out of this division and look, look he's right like how look at look at Sunderland, it took them four goes to get out of this league. Ipswich have not even been close to getting mm. out of League One until until now, hopefully. I've um, got to remember, we're taking an Ipswich, Ipswich team that finished 11th last season and we now have standards set around winning the league and, and, and coming second. It's an almighty challenge. Um, days like yesterday won't help that. Um, but, I think ultimately I think we can all see, despite the disappointments of the last few days, we can all see that there's a team that's built on on something a lot more solid and a lot more long lasting than what we've seen in the past. And I think that I think McKenna's just kind of vocalizing just the task at hand that it's not mm. it's not gonna be a cakewalk. Um, and I think from prior experience we all we all knew that. So it's um I, I think it's fine. I, I I quite enjoyed hearing what he said yesterday. Um, maybe a little bit of realism as the new year starts that it's,
0: it's not going to be easy, but I think they're they're they're
1: capable of achieving it.
0: Mm. Any other notes from the game? Because I want to move on to talk about the overall picture, uh, the Christmas period. How how full or empty or otherwise is your Ipswich Town glass? Is there anything else from the game you particularly want to mention?
2: Going back to the players, um, mm. and Andy's already mentioned it. Um, yeah, Aluco. Had a really good sixty minutes um, in the first half. Some some very good um, skills from him. I was right in front of um, a few nutmegs, which was great. I'm sure you can clip those up, um, you know, for skill school, whatever, whatever soccer M does now. Um, but yeah, cl- what a classy player. We know this already, but I just wanted to give him a special mention because I was I was impressed by him once again.
0: Are you highlighting him just because you said he was going to be MVP before the start of the season? Is that why? Ah, uh, yes, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but good plan. Anything else to mention, Hutchie? Nothing from me.
2: Okay. Um oh sorry, one more thing. Um Kieran McKenna didn't wear like his normal sort of attire. He was actually wearing an Ichwich Town jacket for a change, um, which was sort of interesting. I don't know. I don't know if
0: Maybe he got it if, for Christmas.
2: Maybe, yeah, true. I know a lot of a lot of people got Itchwich Town coats for Christmas. Um maybe the other ones in the wash, maybe, and he just didn't have enough time to
0: Maybe his grand bought it yeah. for him for Christmas and he's got to wear it just to show willing. I yeah, don't know. Uh, right then, friends. So there was a 1 1 draw yesterday. Let's talk about the whole picture over Christmas and, and beyond. Of the Christmas games, the key, the key Christmas run, it's with town 1 1, drew 2. They beat Oxford 3 0 on Boxing Day, then drew 2 2 at Pompey, twice coming from behind, and then obviously drew 1 1 yesterday. So five points from nine. The out of the top two for the first time in bloody ages. Um, And it very much looks like a three-into-two race, doesn't it, for the top two as it stands. Um, And in terms of kind of form, they've taken 14 points from the last 27, which isn't great. And I think in the form table in the last 10 games, they're they're sixth in the table. So, Hutchie, how how full or empty is your Richwich Town glass? I know you said there that you're still feeling good about things, Um, but they could be better also. Yeah, they could be better. I think
1: I'd I'd sum up the Christmas period the same the same way that I'd sum up the Lincoln game as, as being a missed opportunity, really. Mm. Um given given the Lincoln game, obviously we've discussed at length. Um Portsmouth feels increasingly like a missed opportunity. Um similar similar vibe really in the, in that you have to give them credit for coming from behind twice to take a point a difficult venue to play at but against a team that's desperately searching for um a win they still haven't found it they now have no manager um with danny cowley being fired so an increasingly missed opportunity oh hutchie's coughing again (laughs) there we go old sick note over here um so yeah missed opportunities but it's okay. it's okay. You're gonna to have to talk to someone else for a second.
0: <laughs> okay, Rossy, <laughs> well, I mentioned there that they're outside of the top two for the first time in a while. I think we can say, safely say, that barring a, a complete and utter collapse, the likes of which we've not seen for a while, Town are going to be in the top six this season, can't we? Can we say that?
2: No, I'll change my mind. I'll change my mind, <laughs> boys. I'm sorry to say. Um, yeah, they bottle it. Um, yeah, no, no top six. Another season in League One. Um, no, 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 no panic, you know, yeah. there's always a blip in a season, isn't it? And if you think about it, in the last, how many games is it? We haven't, we haven't lost many, have we? We're just, we're no. just, you know, the Wiccan game, but of course we've drawn a few. There's been maybe some performances that maybe have been below par to what we're, you know, been used to, but I'm not panicking, you know, third, okay. My only one problem is we're not, we're not maybe making a statement against the sides, you know, Oxford. Yeah, okay, we beat beaten 3 0, but like Sheffield Wednesday beat Cambridge 5 0, Plymouth have been winning and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I know, I know there's a few people in the WhatsApp group on KOA, and some people are like getting a bit worried already. But I'm going, no, calm down, you know, we're, we're okay. But yeah, to be out of top two is is sad, but we'll be back it's,
0: in there very soon. That's what you're saying. Here's my point you see I obviously you have to say that Town are going to fish in top six, so they're going to be in the playoffs, but we don't want the playoffs, do we? We want, we want top two. And it looks like it's going to be three into two, doesn't it? That that kind of top three separating themselves from the pack. Um, and the obvious thing as an Ipswich Town fan, when you, when you see those stats, you see those numbers, three into two, you think, oh, here we go again. <laughs> we're going gonna to end up on the outside looking in. We're going to be third. Hutchie, have you recovered enough to talk?
1: I have um, for now.
0: Um <laughs>
1: i'm hoping a little bit of chocolate orange is gonna see me, is oh, gonna there see, go. me see, see me through this next <laughs> this next segment um hey
0: segment I see what you've done there see what
1: i've done you like that yeah, um
0: yeah. yeah
1: uh i think it's it's easy to reach reach for negatives and it, it i i think it you know you're I, I, it's natural after the last two games to be feeling mm. more negative about the team than you were after the the boxing day game which was great um the way they came on strong in that one and put that one away was really 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 good that's what we wanted to see but you consider consider a lot of a lot of things through these games it's two draws where they've they've come from behind away from home yes there are circumstances around both where you'd want them to have won the game yeah but when you when you factor in factor in the fact that the whole squad has been hit by illness for over a week um and they've still dug deep to take these points. I think all three of Sheffield Wednesday, Plymouth and Ipswich, I want to say, have all gone to Lincoln and all drawn 1-1 this season. Um, they're really good at home. Like you said, right at the start of the podcast, they're unbeaten at home. Um, and that includes playing playing all of these teams. And, and Ipswich have just followed suit there in taking, in taking a point. Ipswich have still got both Sheffield Wednesday and Plymouth to play at home. Um it's obvious it, it's natural to feel a bit of a wobble. Um and what I think it's really done is is highlighted a need to to strengthen and give this squad, in the words of Paul Lambert, a little bit of help in the uh, in the January window, which is which is what they're going to be able to do and what they're gonna be striving to do. So all all things considered it's a bit of a wobble, but I don't know. There's just something about this team that I've got and the way it's coached, the way it's managed, the way it's led from the top, that there's something inbuilt that I just feel confident that there's going to be no stone unturned to, to get it right. Um, Mm. There'll be better days ahead. And just, I think if you just factor in, I think the illness side of things is a bigger factor here than we've really considered um, and were allowed to, and given sort of reason to consider by, I, they're not, there's no excuses at Ipswich Town. They don't, they're not, they're not the kind of team. They're not the, Kieran McKenna's not the kind of manager that just makes excuses. Um, but that illness sounds like it's been a considerable, uh, considerable, considerable blow for players to have to come off at half time because they're sick is, mm. um, isn't great. And, and just, uh, they've, they've got through it. They've got through it. And, and, and
0: I, and I think ultimately that's okay. It's nice. Can I just say, Hutchie, that as a as a thoroughly kind of involved journalist um, and your approach, you've infected yourself with the same illness <laughs> just to kind of research how it affects you, and 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 uh, you can then give a voice from an expert point of experience. Well, well this is it. Mark.
1: Have I have I given you my best in this podcast? No, I haven't. Am I still here?
0: Yeah, exactly. If it was a football game, would you have had to come off at halftime? I've had to I headed
1: to the sidelines a couple of times for a, for a, for a drink and a bit of a bit of chocolate orange like all good footballers do.
0: Absolutely. Um, a bit of sugar.
1: half half-time chocolate orange, but I'm still I'm still going and I I hope I might have I might have conceded and I'm on occasion but I hope I've I've got enough to come from behind and um
0: and take something from this podcast and that's what yeah. that's what I'm looking to do now. I hope so, because we need a big second half from you. There's a lot still to talk about. Uh, It's also nice when we talk about this whole picture, isn't it? That we're talking about wobbles and slight concerns. And we're talking about that with Istrich Town third in the table, which is Hmm. compared to previous seasons, you know, that would have been a lovely problem to have, wouldn't it? And now we're sitting here saying, well, they're going to be in the playoffs, whatever. It's just whether or not they get automatic. Tremendous. One final question, Hutchie, by way of segueing out of this. Istrich Town now don't have a league game until a huge, massive, monumental home clash with Plymouth. Saturday after next. They've got the FA Cup this weekend. Is that a good or a bad thing, do you think? Would you rather be going headfirst into that game now or would you quite like to have a little cup game where you can rest a few players and maybe sort this illness out?
1: Yeah, the, the latter. Um, the latter of those things. I think uh, I think we'll see uh, plenty of change um, for the cup game. Um, I think given everything that Ipswich have kind of faced over the last week and, and beyond, I, I, I think actually that little week's buffer Um <laughs> We'll do will do them the world of good um it's a massive game at home to plymouth of course it is it's a game that should suit Ipswich a lot more than um trips to Lincoln and and Wickham and, and things like that it should be um it should be a it should be a really good game and
0: it, I, I think the fact it's 11 days away is a is a positive mm, mm. that what a, what an occasion that's going to be uh, you mentioned it just there in in passing but we should also mention by way of news Roscoe that um Portsmouth have sacked Danny Cowley. So a side that were expected to be promotion rivals this season. It's obviously not really... They started like gangbusters and then they've completely fallen away since the end of October. Cowley's gone, having got, having had the dreaded backing of the boards before Christmas. Um, what do you make of that? You, P- Pompey? There's this rivalry now, isn't there, between mm. Town and Pompey. There's a lot of heat uh, between them. Are you, uh, are you not sad to see Cowley go?
2: Not surprised, to be honest. Not surprised. Um, I think if we did beat them, you know, heavily at front of wow. park. I'm sure he would have gone straight away after that one. I'm sure that would have been the evening of, I'm sure Andy and, and be writing Cowley gone, but it took a few more days. Um, but not surprised, you know, with, with the position they're in and, you know, they made a few signings, didn't they? I know we were checkbook FC, they were calling us, but they made, you know, signs like Colby Bishop, Dane Scarlett and, and the like, um, but not surprised. And, you know, it won't be the the first, I'm sure there'll be other sackings, I'm sure along the way. Um but yeah, see like Danny and and close at Nick is his brother Nick Cowley. So yeah, I'm sure all town yeah. fans are not sad to see that go. I'm sure they're very happy when they saw that.
0: I see Liam Richardson is the is the current leader in the uh, in the favourites race. Uh, and you look at Pompey. I mean, obviously they're they're down in twelfth and then they're, they're nine points off the playoffs. But if someone can come in and get them moving, they do still have three games in hand and a lot of the sides in in the table. So it may not be the end of Pompey season actually, which I guess is why they're thinking make a move now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's why you make a move, isn't it? You make a move when there's still still life life in the season. Like Ross said, inevitable they haven't won a league game since the middle of October. So uh, mm-hmm. those aren't the kind of runs that you can really really survive if you if you've got if you're a manager of a club with genuine um genuine promotion ambitions. Um but yeah, I'm sure Pompey
0: will still be some kind of factor in this season from this point here. Mm. Right then, Hutchie, I hope you've had a little bit of recovery time there. You've, you've boffed another segment of Chocolate Orange because this second half of the podcast is going to be largely led by you. January transfer window. No, Bosco, you stay there, just saying, probably going to be Hutchie led this second part, right? So January transfer window, we're now in January, the worst month of the year. Also, definitely the worst transfer window as far as I'm concerned. Um, but it is going to be huge for town. It, it's this classic situation, town are in third, McKenna and everyone's saying that they need to recruit well in January. It could be the thing that gets them over the line. Um, so let's talk about that now, Hutchie. You wrote a piece last week um, around what you think they need in January. And I know people want to hear names. Um, so we're going to throw some names in there as well. You, and to kick us off, you started with a little update this morning, your January transfer business, as it were, on uh, Jack Taylor and Morgan Whitaker. Do you want to bring us up to speed on those two? Yeah, um, Jack Taylor and Morgan Whitaker too. To players of interest
1: um, for Ipswich, I think you'll find a lot of players are of interest to Ipswich. Ipswich because of the way they, the way they work and and the amount of ground that's covered in in the world of recruitment. It's very thorough, and um, it would be a surprise if players like this weren't of interest. But Jack Jack Taylor is one they they looked at. Um, we reported all the way back in the middle of May that um, he was one that they were they were keen on um that remains the case there's been contact this month um sorry in december sorry leading up to the window about um about his potential future and what and what could be done with peterborough for them um that one is ongoing and i think it'll it'll depend on Peterborough's willingness and openness to doing something there and and what and what the price is it's not going to be a cheap one um but a good a good player a good all round midfielder ball carrier at times um could add a, a a dimension or two to an Ipswich midfield and then Morgan Whitaker um we know on loan at Plymouth from Swansea uh has been a player that's been heavily discussed by a lot of people in the last 48 hours or so um Ipswich have an interest there, nothing active and ongoing at the moment. Um, But I think there is something active and ongoing with Whittaker in general at the moment. And in the next 48 hours, um, there's every chance his future will be a lot more clear uh, in that Russell Martin, the Swansea manager, is talking about whether the real possibility of him being recalled from from Plymouth to Swansea. Um, Once he gets back to Swansea, if that happens, he'll find an incredible amount of traffic for his attacking midfield position. So the chances of him playing in in Russell Martin's own words as well are are few. Um, Martin talks about the Swansea ownership having their own thoughts, their own opinions on what might happen next with him and that's sort of veiled veiled comments pointing towards a p- potential sale or or move somewhere else. Ipswich. Interest in that for sure, if that if that scenario happened, but but they're by far the only ones um, led to believe there's plenty of championship interest in him uh, full time, and even interest from the Premier League, the lower end of the Premier League in Morgan in Morgan Whitaker. So, all in all, it kind of adds up to something that's incredibly unlikely for for Ipswich. Um, but if there's something that can be looked at there, I'm sure it's something they will they will go for, because he's a very good player.
0: Mm. I know in the piece you done this morning, you said that you understand the player himself is keen to, to remain at yeah. Plymouth for the rest of the season. So, yeah, very,
1: very much so. <clears throat> very, yeah. like very very much keen for that to happen. So, um, we'll see. You never know, there might even be a scenario where the, one of the, I don't know, one of those Premier League moves happens and he still stays on loan at Plymouth, but just from somebody else rather than Swansea. Who knows? Um, complicated one.
0: Okay what well, I'll do as I say people love to hear names and that's obviously that's expected and natural so I'll read out some names so far actually, that've been linked with town either by ourselves or others and you can just pick what you want out of there and we can talk about it so obviously Johnson Clark Harris has been linked with town a lot I see he's been apparently been watched by Sunderland the reports saying this morning so maybe championship move there for him we've, we've talked about Jack Taylor Malcolm Aboue. Crystal Palace, and also Jessa and Raksaki from Crystal Palace, both linked to the to town. Wiktaker, you've mentioned there, and also obviously Massimo Luongo, who we know was was with the club and training with them. So those are the kind of six names that have been linked so far. What, what do you want to pick out of those?
1: Let's start with Luongo, shall we? Because he is mm-hmm. he is at he has been with Ipswich, training with Ipswich, um, contracted to Middlesbrough for now. That changes soon. Um, it's one they can do if they want to, I would imagine. Mm. Um, but the, kind of the indication is there that it's still being considered. It's not. It's not kind of a he's here and then will become an Ipswich player on on this date. Um, but I think I think he's clear. He's clearly an option, isn't he? He's been down mm. in Suffolk training here and, and would bring bring something to the midfield. So um, that's kind of a. A wait and see kind of thing. Kieran McKenna will um will do do his pre match press conference ahead of the Rotherham game on Friday, I would imagine, and uh, that will be a question for him then, mm. uh, if if nothing's happened by then. But yeah, he's he's there,
0: he's there and and an option for sure. Clark Harris is a name that has been linked a lot. Um, clearly, he's League One League One's top scorer. Guaranteed goals in this division. There's, everything you hear around town is we need a striker. We've got to have a striker. We need someone who can score loads of goals, which you know obviously every every team wants, um, especially in January as you push towards promotion. He's been linked with all sorts of moves. Um, as I say, Sunderland this morning. Um, Darren McAnthony has said on Twitter it's not happening in terms of him going to town. Do you think that's an unlikely one, Hutchie? Well, it's, it's not one they've moved for as as of yet. No,
1: it's mm. not. Um, He's a player that obviously they're well aware of. Um, I don't think Darren McCanty saying no. One word tweet, <laughs> no on Twitter, is means an awful lot. I think uh, his, his Twitter account is... Uh, I'm, I'm delighted that I don't cover Peterborough United, if I'm honest. That would be an absolute chaos. Um, uh, could somebody sign him? Of course they could. Um, it could come i don't know what the money would be it, it would be obviously a significant fee uh, would he entertain a move possibly yeah um but at, as things stand it's not one that Ipswich have made any actual move to do so uh,
0: mm. it's a long window you never know but um but as a, marathon, things stand, a marathon not but, a sprint the window yeah. sadly roscoe let's bring you in now so we've we talked there about six players have been linked with town to varying degrees of um excitement what any of those tickle your fancy what What do you think town need in january all of the players all of them um no, <laughs> yeah no. that, is, that is that is the thing isn't it people yeah. want all of them that town would mm-hmm. sign six players and people would want nine players in january so it works yeah. isn't it
2: yeah once it needs to be the right players i don't want players for the sake of players because you know that can happen Um, well it did happen on a Paul Cook of course summer transfer window but Mm. like we know you know that can we do the Marcus Stewart style signing you know from 2000s and we don't want to do the 2015 transfer window you know on the Marcus Evans signing only Freddie Sears and a few lone players Um, they need to be the right players I like Morgan Wicketer obviously I like him because he's played against us played well against us played well for Plymouth this year but yeah, <laughs> don't think that's going to happen. But you never know. Um, but I think yeah, there's a few positions we need to improve on. Of course, the striker debate is is an interesting one. I think we do need another striker um, just to add to what we've already got, and then you know maybe another centre mid centre mid. Um, and then some people maybe talking about defence. You know, we're not been. You know, we've been conceding goals recently, but you know, I'm still I'm still happy with our defence. But it's an it is an interesting one in January. We all we we know this. We hate this window um, deals. I'm sure other clubs are going to be like, yeah, we want millions, you know. But I'm sure we can we, we can trust Mark Ashton and Co. I'm sure they've been working hard. But yeah, we shall wait and see.
0: Actually, I said you've already written something around January. Do you want to just reprise for people who've not read it, and if you haven't, why not? And I think anyone would think it'd been Christmas or so for the last week um do you want to reprise what, what you think town need in terms of realistically what they might bring in in this window it's a hard one isn't it January to bring in quality for a start or at least good value quality
1: yeah it's a very it's a very difficult window and I think I think there's always an appreciation that teams in Ipswich's position need to do something significant in January but they would always rather not have to um but Ipswich will do something in this window. I, I think they need four things. I think they, we've been talking about whether they need a striker for months, and I, consistently, yes, they do. Um, not necessarily a knock on Freddie Ladapo, um, but they need a striker for sure. Uh, I think they need another attacking player. When when, when Mark um, when Mark Ashton talks about having no regrets and leaving no stone stone unturned during the January window. It, Kind of attacking midfield feels like feels like that position to me, where that would be would would be kind of the reaction to it. Because in terms of numbers, they've got enough players to fill those roles. Is that a slight danger of bloating things in there? Maybe, but if you're going to have no regrets and leave no stone unturned, I'd I'd be looking at something in the attacking midfield um, position. What has become very clear. Uh, I think, over the last few days. And yesterday was another example of this, is that Connor Chaplin, obviously, yesterday was ill. Um, Connor Chaplin needs to be starting for Ipswich. Um, with the current configuration, he's he's vital for me. Um, he needs to be starting every every game um, to be, give Ipswich a real threat. A central midfielder, I think they need Dominic Ball not being around is... Um, is a big one. Um, Cameron Humphreys has done incredibly well, but they're, they're asking an awful lot of him. I don't think it was ideal at all that he was playing. Seven consecutive starts in there with Sam Morsi. Um, only one injury away from having to do that again. Um, and I don't think that's fair or, or right for, for Cameron's development. An incredibly gifted young player who will have a big future, I'm sure, but I'm not sure he was envisaged being this heavily relied upon. So another midfielder on there in there that could be Luongo, could be Taylor, could be somebody else. And then the other the fourth position I put in there was a right back, a defender, right side defender. Um a lot's asked of Janoy Denasian, and when he's not there, Ipswich really missed something on that on that right side. Um came Vincent Young's the deputy, but I think when Dunassian's not around, um something's missing. Something, some solidity is missing. So a right, a right-sided,
0: um, sort of a right back, right wing back kind of kind of player would be, would be what I'd be looking for. And do you think it's essential, Andy, that that town make a splash and a big signing, as it were, in this window? That's obviously what fans want. That's always what fans want. Well, we've got so and so, and someone like a Johnson, Clark, Harris, I suppose, would be a, a big signing, or certainly Whittaker. But do you think it's important they they do that, or is it? no they need to make an impact the players yeah. need
1: to make an but you don't have to be you don't have to be the big bucks mega mm. money signing to make an impact look at, look at some of the players that they've they've brought in under Mark Ashton like Lee Evans was a free transfer made a big impact um Wes Burns was what 150,000 pounds something like that from Fleetwood Town massive impact in his in his first season um significant fees and significant wages obviously have gone on on people like um like chaplin morsey um walton but none of them felt like kind of flash show signings um and they've they've kind of built into a team that's biggest strength is being not a team with a star in it Mm. um it's a team that's Got some very good parts, but combines to be greater than the sum of their parts. And I think they need players that are going to fit into that and, and elevate that in the way that the team's been built. Because if you suddenly go flash, um, you can change the dynamic of a team. Now, that's not to say that you, you know, that piece, it might be Johnson Clark Harris. I don't know. Um, mm. He's League One's top scorer. You'd have to pay for him. You'd have to pay more than Ipswich have paid for, for anybody under the in the game changer era to sign someone like that. But it might just be what they need. I don't know. There's no indication he is the one that they're gonna move for at all. But um it might just be that. But but it's not just going out and buying names and flash for the sake of things, just to ex- I, I don't know, would you be doing that just to just to make sure fans are in- excited and enthused by it? I don't know. But I, I think there's enough kind of trust in the recruitment process here
0: to, to be able to trust um Trust them to get it right, I would hope. Mm. Right then, before we move on, Rossi, I want to throw one more name at you. It's not a, a guy that's been linked directly with town, but we did a story about him. League a former League One Golden Boot is going to be available in January. <laughs> Formerly of this parish, Jack Marriott. Um, one of our most read stories of last month was the fact he'd been told he can leave Peterborough. Almost overwhelmingly, the response on social media was no thanks. Um, and clearly, he wouldn't be the big splash signing that we we talked about there. But any argument there in in maybe looking at someone like Marriott? He's been prolific at this level.
2: He has been. Um, you know, while you were talking, I quickly just did some research on him because um, I yeah, uh, I can't believe he's only twenty eight. He's still only twenty eight, mm. which is he's been around the block for a while. Um, and of course, as you said, he has scored at this level. Um, just seen he scored seven goals this season in all competitions with Peterborough. Mm. um his last game against um for Peter, well, was against us of course uh um no nah, no nah, no thanks no thanks <laughs> no thanks i' wouldn't, i don't say i wanna say he's not a bad player i think he's a decent player at this level but
0: i don't think he's probably the, the right man for us um he's, he's not it he wouldn't be the signing would he no no, no it wouldn't be um
2: but he's not he's not a bad player but no nah, not for me
0: yeah Signing someone like Marriott feels like the old days at Town, kind of less. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, Hutchie? When they used to bring in people who maybe were available but weren't. Sign like Connor tab- Wickham. Sign like Connor yeah. Wickham.
2: That's, that's, that's
0: the, <laughs> the that's the that's the cry. Yeah. Used used to be. Um, he's yeah. having a great time, is he? At Forest Green, Hutchie, Marriott said no, isn't it? I wouldn't have thought so. No, um,
1: yeah. he'll be considered. They're all considered. They all get run through the process, but um, I don't think that
0: process will come out with uh, with him being the one. Okay. Right then, that's potential ins. Let's draw a line under that. Obviously, that's the most sexy and exciting bit. How about potential outs, Hutchie? Because in terms of bringing players in, they may have to get people out and deregister people as well. So people like um, Dominic Ball and Panucci Kamara potentially may not playing for the rest of the season. Are you expecting any exits? Matt Penny, for example, is up on on loan, isn't he? He's, he's due to come back in January. Is he the sort of person you could see moving on, for example?
1: Yeah, I'd be. I, I think you'd be. I'd be surprised if there wasn't a desire from both Motherwell and Matt Penny to to make that permanent. He's mm. he's done very well up there by all accounts. Um, doesn't with Leaf Davis and and Greg Lee here. There's no need or vacancy for that. So yeah, I'd imagine something will be done there. Unless something is, it won't be done quickly because. If Ipswich get to the end of the window and Leaf Davis or Greg Lee suddenly suffer injuries, then you're not you're not going to have want want to have already kind of cut off your your replacement. But um, yeah, I, I think I think Matt Penny's probably reached the end of of his Ipswich career, whether it's whether it's now or uh, at the end at the end of the season
0: when his contract's up. Hmm. Any other potential exits? You reckon we're going to see any of the big boys come with a checkbook for town stars? It's not it's not going to happen, is it? Say it ain't so.
1: I don't think so. I, I I don't. I think um. I think the, the the core of this team have got such a desire to get get promoted. I don't think there's anybody out there courting a a big move. Um, there's some really good players in in that Ipswich team, but like like I was just saying, it's a, it's a team that's um, it's not got a, not got superstars in it. It's not got star. It's a team of very good players with good attitudes who work together to be better than the sum of their Pretty impressive parts. Mm. So I don't know if um, if anybody's done. It, it seems really silly to say about a really good team that's third in League One and 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 have had some brilliant performances this season. It seems really silly to say this, but I don't know if there's anybody that's done enough to sort of be be screaming um, at the Championship saying, "Come and come and get me right now!" and pay the money that it would take for Ipswich to say yes, because Ipswich are, are in a great position now. They don't have to roll over and and take take the money so it's um i'd be very surprised if anybody kind of from the core of mckenna's squad is is allowed to move on
0: that's really interesting point actually Hutchin. it's a good one roscoe when you do your meet the oppositions and you speak to fans of opposing teams and journalists and stuff are they are there particular town players they talk about like as as kind of big because you're aware in league one of people like Johnson Clark Harris or, and Morgan Whittaker, mm. you know, the stars, as it were, of other teams. Do, are there any, do you think, that fans outside Ipswich Town are like, oh, so-and-so at town, he's absolute flames?
2: Yeah, Connor Chaplin gets mentioned a lot. Um, yeah.
0: And, of course, Sam Morsey, those
2: sort of likes who have played at this level, um, have played higher, of course. Um, but not not all the time, though, if you know what I mean. It's like mm. they are they sometimes asked, oh, who, who should we look out for? So it's not like they're not... Okay, we're, we're second, third in the league, but as Andy said, you know, he's right, we've not got superstars, we've got some good players, some good quality players, where's I mean, know Wes Burns, but he doesn't get talked about that often really by opposition um, fans and, mm. and journalists. Um, they know he did it right last year, but he's not always a big talking point. Um, Sometimes sometimes the managers get talked about most, don't they? You know, sometimes they talk more sort about Kieran McKenna and we're talking about Danny Cowley and Co. because you know they're they're the men leading these these sides. Um but we have got good players. Um but yeah, I think Connor kind of Chaplin's the main one most of the time.
0: Okay. Right then, friends, that brings us to the end of this podcast. Anything else to mention, boys? What was the uh, what was the best bit about your Christmas, Hutchie? I got as I don't
1: know if there's anybody in the country that got as many hours out of Christmas Day as me. Oh man, what time were you up? I did the three a.m. till eleven oh. p.m. p.m. shift.
0: You got up at three a.m. Yeah, did, was um was Jay Unit was she up before that, or did was that the first time she she got up, and then you just kind of accepted it? Did you try and get yeah. back to sleep, or it's very hard to get them back to sleep when
1: you've made the mistake of Putting her to bed saying, The next time you wake up, it'll be Christmas. <laughs> um, and she's now of, she's like four and a half, and she's of an age where she reminded me, But you said, The next time I wake up, it will be Christmas. Um, is it ever, fault.
0: is it, is it ever acceptable just to give her like a, a couple of teaspoons of cowpole and sedate her a little bit? I mean, she doesn't
1: like cowpole. I love oh. cowpole. It's really, <laughs> I think it's really nice. Um, I'm into it, but she's not, uh, She's not into being
0: medicated to sleep. So, fair enough. tend ten, ten not to. <laughs> and people would say it's irresponsible doing stuff like that. Anyway, uh, Rossi, if you had a kid, you'd definitely sedate it, wouldn't you? What was the, what was the highlight of your Christmas?
2: Uh, seeing family and... Oh, uh, lame. Uh, yeah, nah. Um, I just All the food and all that. Um, And just, just yeah, just chilling. Just chilling. we work working as well. We, we did a bit of work, didn't we? We, we, we went to Portsmouth. You've been, all,
0: um, you've been all over boy um yeah. do you know what i discovered over christmas we signed up to apple tv and uh, i've been watching ted lasso which um is entertaining are, are you are you familiar with ted lasso and you've watched it i watched a bit of it but i i got
1: tired of it quite quickly i think it's... i watched series one and then
0: yeah yeah for me I would describe yeah. it as, as gentle. Uh, and I think there are the things about it that jar in that it, there's a lot of very unrealistic things in terms of the football angle. But the thing that annoys me most is the way they keep referring to draws as ties. Obviously, because Americans don't understand what a draw is. They have to say tie. But we would, no one would ever say tie to reference no. a draw in this country, would they? A tie is a game in this country, isn't it? FA Cup tie, whatever. Um, but I quite enjoy it. I'm sure Watson, given he hates everything American, would be rage all about it. Um, but I quite enjoyed it. Um, what else did I watch over Christmas? Oh, Top Gun Maverick. If you've not seen that, absolutely fantastic, very good. And also something on Disney Plus called Bear, which is about a chef in Chicago, Michigan starred chef who has to go and run his family's um kind of sandwich shop in Chicago, which is very, very good indeed. If you're looking for recommendations for the new year. And also, friends, if you're looking at recommendations, at this time when we're all carrying a few extra pounds, I put on about half a stone over Christmas boys. You can see in my face look. I go like a chipmunk when I put some weight on. Um, if you want to lose some weight and shave that body hair, obviously use the code COA at manscaped.com. It can make a big difference. You see fighters, um, I, I, there was, a, there was a, a case just before, actually a fighter needed to make weight, shaved all of his body hair and his head and made the weight. So there you go. If you're looking to drop a few a few pounds easily, get onto a Manscaped yourself, a body, a body hair trimmer, or a, if you're really struggling, a nasal trimmer, the weed whacker, get that hair done. Um use that code manscape.com for 20% off and free delivery. Anything else to mention, boys? I'm I'm rambling now. Nothing, no other business from me. Excellent. You sure you saw sure, Roscoe? You haven't got anything else to mention?
2: No, no other business.
0: When's your first theory test of the year? I'm I'm not telling you because <laughs> it'll jinx it. It'll jinx it's, it. It's
2: Anyone fun. keeps asking that, and if I tell them and then I fail it, it's like I've got to tell them yeah I failed so. Hopefully, next time, yeah, I maybe speak to you or we do a podcast. Maybe, oh. you never know. No, no, no that's not. <laughs> oh, <bollocks. laughs> uh, no, 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 not Thursday. But I'll let you
0: know. Okay. That's definitely a New Year's resolution for you this year, Roscoe. Get that bloody driving test. Let's start with a the theory test, though, and then move on to the driving test. Hopefully, by summer, you'll be um, independently mobile, shall we say. Also, obviously, I, I mentioned uh, Manscaped there. Also, remember to look at Ginger Pickle. For all your marketing needs, social media, SEO, whatever you want, Ginger Pickle, Tony Southgate and the boys there, other people to get involved with, the GOAT of digital marketing, if that's your thing. And also, friends, leave us a five-star review on iTunes, um, if you could. Uh, We had a few of those over Christmas, which was very nice. It just helps lift our visibility in the charts. And obviously, follow us across social media, Kings of Anglia, on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. And Facebook. The first podcast of 2023 is in the books. We've looked back at Christmas. We've decided the Ipswich Town glass is indeed half full. We've looked ahead to January and got excited about what could be a very, very interesting window at Ipswich Town. Hopefully, friends, this could be the year. This could be the year for almost a quarter of a century, the year that we've waited for, the year that Ipswich Town finally get promoted. I'll leave you on that thought. Have a great start to the week. Have a great start to 2023 and we'll be back later in the week to look ahead to the FA Cup, which no one really cares about, let's be honest. But anyway, we'll speak to you then.